Boston Celtics win their fifth straight game. And now they're in fourth place. And I'm going to talk about it on this Friday Locked On Celtics. Millie, let's go. Bring the Jays back with the vengeance back. All the real Celtics fans in attendance. This is the truth like 34. It's like walking in the garden when you hear the roars. Crowd goes crazy. Most in-depth coverage on the daily, mainly podcast royalty. The content kings. When you talking about the franchise with 17 rings, focus like Danny at the deadline. Global, but it got a local feel like the red line, the blue line, the green line. Play it in between time. I'ma throw my C's jersey on in the meantime and press play. When the F's done, I can't wait until the next day. Trying to stay in tune with the C's is the best way. Melly. Hey there, welcome back to the Lockdown Celtics Podcast. Thank you for making this show part of your daily routine. Whatever it is that you're doing right now, however it is that you're listening to my voice, I really appreciate that you're doing it. Thank you for making me part of your daily routine. I'm John Corrales. I cover the Boston Celtics for Boston Sports Journal. Uh, you can go ahead and subscribe right now. I think it's worth the, uh, the price. And uh, I've also written a book called the Boston Celtics All-Time All-Stars, now available wherever books are sold. I'm going to do a book signing, virtual book signing in a couple of weeks. So follow me on Twitter at RedsArmy underscore John for the details there. Boston Celtics beat the Lakers 121-113 in a game that should not have been 121-113. The Celtics, if you fell asleep, Celtics were up by 27 in the fourth quarter. They were kind of rolling along, kind of, you know, just toying around. And the fourth quarter comes out. Jalen Brown goes nuts. Celtics go nuts. Uh, they they drop the hammer at the top of the, the fourth quarter and just lay waste to the Lakers. Brad pulls out the starters. The bench goes in. The entire 27 points goes away to the point where Brad Stevens has to bring the starters back in the game. Marcus Smart, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum back into the game to make sure that they didn't blow it. That's how bad it was. Prior to that, it was a pretty easy game. Jalen Brown dropped 40 points. He's the only player in Celtics history to drop 40 points, shooting 85% or better. He was 17 of 20. One of those was a half-court heave, which... Admirably, he still put up when he didn't really have to. That was one of those most guys would have taken a uh, taken that fake heave and and put that up. But a historic night: forty points, seventeen of twenty shooting, three of five from three, which is really three of four if you throw that heave out there. Nine re- rebounds, three assists. Hey, today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com, use the promo code LOCKED15, you'll get 15% off your next order. Uh, Kind of winging it in this podcast. Later on, uh, I'll talk about, uh, when I get to the bad in the second segment, I'll I'll go heavy on uh, Kendrick Perkins and and what he said. And then, you know, in the third segment, I'll I'll get into the the Celtics-Lakers rivalry and why this just didn't feel like. This did not feel like a Celtics-Lakers game. I'm sorry. As a connoisseur of Celtics-Lakers games and Lakers-Celtics rivalry, this one, blah. Sorry. So, But let's just get with the, with the good here and, and continue the conversation here with Jalen Brown, who just he just couldn't miss. He could, could not miss. 
Uh, I think he missed his first shot of the game and then went on a streak. Uh, he, he Anything that he wanted to do, anywhere that he wanted to go, he got there and, and, and dropped a 40-piece in the process. Everyone else was just kind of support for him. You look at the rest of the, the box score, Marcus Smart had 15 points. Uh, Jason Tatum, 14. Tristan Thompson, 14. Kemba Walker, 12. Peyton Pritchard, 15. Everyone was just kind of hanging around, supporting Jalen Brown, letting him go ahead and, and do what he's got to do. But he did it on only only 20 shots, which is just ridiculous. Um, the, the Lakers put out a lineup. That everybody was hurt. So no LeBron, no AD. This should have been an easy, easy win for the Celtics. And it, it, it mostly was, Uh, I'm not going to make too much myself of like, I'm not going to say that that, that fourth quarter was an indication of anything. The, the bench unit just really played poorly and, and blew it. But the, the actual game where the actual starters were out there, this was, this was pretty easy. And I think, I think this was actually, I think this game proves my point a little bit. They threw out Wesley Matthews, Kyle Kuzma, Mark Gasol, Contavious Caldwell-Pope, and Dennis Schroeder as the starting lineup. Uh, most of those guys are on the bench, and and this was a game where the Celtics kind of played with their food a little bit. And as I wrote on Boston Sports Journal, I think this this game actually wasn't all that different from how they played against. Sacramento or Cleveland or how they approached the game, I should say. Maybe that's more accurate. I really don't think it it was that much different than those approaches because what was the storyline out of of those losses? When you heard heard Danny Ainge go on the radio, what did he say? You know, I don't think we respect our opponents enough. I think we go out there and we we feel like we're better than those guys and we haven't shown that we're better than than teams like that. That was the, the narrative. I think the Celtics came into this game thinking we're way better than these guys. And I do think the Celtics toyed around a little bit here. The ball movement was good. They did what they had to do. They it's not that they they were kind of um in in the same uh realm as as those other games as far as like, like they obviously they hit shots and they moved the ball better. But this game was never more than 12, 13 points. It kind of hovered around 11 the whole time. And mostly it was the bench. The Celtics bench was terrible. They were outscored, was it 69-26 in, in this game? But it's a ridiculous number to be outscored by 40-plus points in a game that you won by eight. <laughs> I mean, that's just an insane number, but I I think the Celtics still were kind of toying around a little bit, but the difference between this game and the prior games is they're healthier and they didn't have a crush of other games and they didn't have, uh, you know, they had more continuity. They, they had everybody, they felt fresher. Like they, they actually looked like a good team toying around with a bad team for for a long part of this. And I just I I just when I saw the Celtics kind of toying around with with the Lakers a little bit, I said, you know, we've seen the, the Celtics do this before, but it it's just cost them a lot. 
And now, now they did it and they got away with it. And that, that to me kind of proves my point that a lot of the circumstances earlier in the season were part of why they were losing these games and why they looked so bad and why, you know, when they didn't take an opponent seriously, it just really cascaded and got out of control because in this game, when they needed it, they, they turned it up a little bit and when they didn't need it, they just kind of cruised that that's how I saw it. Uh, Tatum was, was fine in this game. Tristan Thompson was good. Uh, especially early on, he too much for, for the Lakers, uh, Getting down low, kind of bullying his way around, running the pick and roll. He had a nice alley-oop from Marcus Smart. Smart had a good game, 15 points, six rebounds, four assists. Like He and Kemba Walker, I kind of lumped them together in this game because they were 9 of 15 combined, 5 of 9 from 3. They combined for 11 assists. Uh, Kemba had another 7 assist night, 6 plus assists uh, in, in multiple games now in this stretch. He's distributing the ball. Both of these guys, Smart and Kemba, were selective. I thought they they picked their spots. They were very efficient. They shot very well. The starting unit shot exceptionally well, and that's you know when when they when they wanted to get a shot somewhere, whatever they wanted, they got, uh, and they always knew it. And back to my point from before. Whenever they needed a shot, they knew, okay, what do we want? What shot do we want? If we work for it, we can go get it. And they did. So I thought the starting unit was just generally good. Tatum, Thompson, Smart, Walker, all you know, very good, but also all very focused on let's get Jalen Brown going. Off the bench, like Peyton Pritchard, did okay. He he doesn't take. I think he takes some bad shots sometimes. But he was five of eleven overall, three of six from three. He had fifteen points. Got seven rebounds, which is nuts that he gets seven rebounds, three assists. Uh, a, a decent game for for Peyton Pritchard off the bench uh, in a, in a performance where not got not a lot of guys off the bench did well. Luke Cornett was fine off of the bench. He had four blocked shots. Um, did did a decent job, but it was part of was part of some some lulls as well. But he he ends up being a plus seventeen overall because he was playing with the starters a bunch since they didn't have Robert Williams. Knee inflammation for Robert Williams. He's going to get reevaluated in Boston, but they don't think it's anything more than day to day. So uh, that that's basically where the good stuff ends for the Celtics. Now the bad stuff is the rest of the bench. And what Kendrick Perkins said after the game might be my favorite thing that Kendrick Perkins has ever said. Uh, I, I loved it. And so I'll share that next. Built Bar is the best tasting Built Bar, protein bar on the market. Uh, if you don't believe me, I don't know what else I can say. Uh, I would suggest you go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKED15 to get yourself 15% off one of those sampler boxes. What you're going to find is a bunch of different flavors. Uh, if you've got a nut allergy, then you can go and specifically search out the ones without nuts because they cater to you as well. But if you like coconut, there are coconut flavors. If you like fruits, there are fruit flavors. 
Uh, peanut butter, my favorite. There's peanut butter options. There's all sorts of different options with things called like cookies and cream. I don't understand how cookies and cream can be good for you, but 17 grams of protein, 130 calories, four grams of sugar, and four net carbs. That's that's a great protein bar. They're all soft. They're covered in chocolate. It's like eating a candy bar, but it's healthier. So use it as a snack. Use it as a post-workout uh, something to get protein into your body after a workout. Use it as a meal replacement, something for breakfast in the morning if you want to cut some things out. You, you can eat a Built Bar any way you want. And like, like I said, go to BuiltBar.com. Use that promo code LOCK15. Tool around on that website. They got plenty of flavors. They're always adding special flavors here and there, so you never know what you're going to find. There are also special deals on that that you you won't that just rotate. You won't see all the time. So check it out at BuiltBar.com. Use the promo code LOCK15. You'll get 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. Be sure to follow our social channels, LO Celtics on Twitter and Locked On Celtics on Instagram. You want to get caught up in all of the big stories around the sports world, not just basketball. Follow the Locked On Today podcast with host Peter Bukowski and the power of the Locked On Podcast Network's local experts getting you up to date on all the big stories. That's Locked On Today. Follow them on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. So the Celtics had a 111-84 lead with 8 minutes and 13 seconds to go in this game. And that was that should have been enough, right? At that point, the you know, Jalen Brown had done his damage. He was done for the night. The Celtics were were bringing in uh, like Mo Wagner came in, Grant Williams got subbed out, Aaron Neesmith came in, Trent Waters came in. Uh, the Celtics were, th- th- this game was over. 27 points with eight minutes to go. That is something that the the any any bench should be able to hold on to. Any bench. 27 points with eight minutes to go. Now, I know I like to say no lead is safe in the NBA. You get three-pointers. You got fluky things, and sure, like there, there's a lot that that can happen that can chip away at leads. But to blow a 27 point lead and get it down to a point where at one minute and 50 seconds, so over the course of seven minutes, it's 115, 108, and all of a sudden, in comes, uh. Jalen Brown, in comes Marcus Smart, in comes Jason Tatum, and they have to close out the game for the last minute, almost two minutes. When I say bad, this is bad, and I'm not even going to go through the individual stuff, like Tremont Waters pulling up and taking shots too soon, like, we can go through everybody, but this is, you know, Mo Wagner did not play, like, no one was playing well in this stretch. Like I said, the Celtics, I didn't even calculate the run. It was 111.80, what did I say? 111.84. And then by the time, I'm just going to do the math in my head here. By the time everybody got subbed in, it was 115.108. So what's that? 24 to 4. That's an insane 
run over that that span of time. And I'm going to let Kendrick Perkins sum up why this is so bad. And I'll read you what he said after the game. I'm glad I caught this because I was waiting for the Zooms to finish. But he was talking about that that, uh, lead that the Celtics gave up. And he said, of the bench units, that bench unit that was in the game, quote, when you come into the game, you're still fighting for your livelihood. We're talking about guys who are still on rookie contracts. And when you're on a rookie contract, every minute is valuable. Every possession is valuable. You don't know who's watching. It's not just Brad Stevens or Danny Ainge and the Celtics organization. They have other scouts from other teams that are watching. Not only watching to scout the Celtics and send in their a report sheet, they're watching to see other talent, who's coming up for free agency, so they can keep their eye on them in case the Celtics don't want them. So you're always auditioning for a job in the NBA, especially when you're a third-string type player. And I have not heard truer words spoken in any analysis of NBA. Like, I love this quote because it sums up exactly how much of a job this is, that players don't think about the game exactly like you and I do. Because I would have looked at this and said, you know, it's, I would have blown it off, basically. Like, these guys never play together. It's hard for these guys to play together. It's hard to, to, to figure it out. And you put them in that situation, and yet yeah, that's going to happen. One, one side gets hot, the other side panics a little bit, and it happens from time to time. Now, this is the second time this season it's happened to this group, not this specific exact group of guys, but this Celtics bench, and that's disheartening. But to hear Perk sum it up like that, like, hey, you know what? This is your opportunity. You don't get a chance to play a whole lot. You're you got to come out there and not have the takeaway be like, whoa, these guys were on the floor and they blew a 27-point lead and they gave back 20 points of it in seven minutes. And yeah, like everything goes to what you did wrong. Even if you did a couple of things right and someone else screwed up, all they see is, oh, yeah, Tremont, he's taking these shots, forcing these shots. These guys were were not moving the ball and so on and so forth. Like that's something that none of us think about. And these guys, this is their job. We're We're sitting here rooting for things to happen and analyzing the game. And, and, and these guys, look, they, they make very good money in this job, but it's a job to them. This is how they make their money. This is, uh, this is my job right here. My job is to talk into a microphone and to write words. And, and, and that's how I make my money. And you make your money doing whatever it is that you do. You know, I, some, I was talking to somebody who worked for T-Mobile that that follows me on Twitter. Shout out uh, to you for uh, for helping me out with uh, with some stuff that I needed. Uh, shout out to Justin for for the um, for the help. Makes his money working at T-Mobile. Other people, you make your money working at you know different jobs. Some of you work in TV, other media members, whatever it is, whatever it is, the, their job is different than our jobs, but it's still a job. This is how they function. 
And so to hear Perk break it down like this and you say, wow, not only these guys, okay, yeah, they blew a 20-point lead and that sucks and we're going to forget about it tomorrow, but those guys blew an opportunity to stick in the league. This league is brutal. If you're Once you're out of the league, it's hard to get back in. Once it's determined that you're not good enough for this league, and there are a few guys on this roster that's like, mm, borderline, it's going to be hard for them to get back into the league, which is where they want to be, which is where every basketball player in the world wants to be at this level. So these opportunities don't come along very much. So when I look at the bad from this, not only do I look at the bad for like, whew, thank God the Celtics didn't have a, a an injury or you know some sort of turned ankle or some sort of you know soft tissue muscle strain or something like that because all of a sudden you know look Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Kemba Walker or Marcus Smart, Kemba didn't come back in, but Marcus Smart, uh, they they're sitting there. They're not doing anything. They're not prepared. And all of a sudden, it's like, hey, JB, get in there. You got to finish this off. Like, And I'm sure they're sitting there going like, oh, crap. Am I going to have to go back in? You sit there when you're when you're up 20 or whatever. You start to untie your shoes. You're, you're not even really like fully focused on the game. You're, you're joking around. Your work is done. You're having fun. Especially Jalen Brown, he's just like I had at that point I had like thirty eight to go back in. They're lucky that they didn't get hurt. So good point by Perk. Uh, I'm gonna come back and it's funny. I in, in the break I went and I I looked at uh, the one comment on what I'm about to talk about, and it was well that was a depressing read. So <laughs> with that. Uh, I did not see this Celtics-Lakers game as a Celtics-Lakers in quotes game. This was Boston against Los Angeles. Great, Boston won a game, but I was hit over the head with rivalry stuff, and it did not feel like rivalry stuff to me. So I'm going to talk about that next. The <laughs> The Lakers almost came back and covered the six points. It was it was Celtics pl- uh, giving up six, and they w- ended up winning by seven. So... Betters who went into bet online and took the Lakers and the points who had given up. They were like, oh, well, that's a loss. Then all of a sudden it was back in play and then they had it ripped away from them again. Feel bad. Uh, but you can go and check it out at bet online. You never know. Uh, obviously, the NBA in game stuff, they have plenty of in game stuff. There's baseball, there's hockey, plenty to bet on, sports from around the world. They've got real-time updated odds, props, and just about anything you can imagine. You can even bet on TV shows and reality TV and awards. So go to Bet Online, check them out on the web, check them out on your mobile device. Use the promo code Locked On to sign up today. You'll get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. So if you drop 200 bucks in there, you're going to get a $100 welcome bonus on your first deposit with the promo code Locked On. Bet online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Make sure you're using that promo code locked on at Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Please gamble responsibly. Make sure you're subscribed to Locked On Celtics wherever you get podcasts, or follow us on Spotify. 
draft is going to be coming up sooner than you think. And so you want to be following the Locked On NBA Draft podcast with credential experts four days a week, giving you everything you need, breaking down the NBA Draft. Follow them on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. So th- this was the Celtics versus the Lakers, but like I've been saying, it, it did not feel like Celtics against Lakers. Like I know that it was, and I saw the logo and, and all of that, but nothing about this game, nothing felt like, oh, yeah, this is this is a little extra. There, there was no extra juice for me. And I don't know, maybe I'm, I'm alone in this and I'm, I'm different. Um, I'm sure that there are plenty of people out there who, whenever, like, regardless, are, are thrilled for Celtics Lakers games and, and great. That's great. I, I didn't feel it. And I think part of why I didn't feel it is that there are a few different reasons. First of all, it didn't look like a Celtics Lakers game. And if you go to Boston Sports Journal, you'll see the, I put up pictures. There's a picture of, uh, Bill Russell and Jerry West and a picture of Larry Bird, Magic Johnson and a picture of Paul Pierce and Kobe Bryant. And the one thing that stands out about all those pictures, the uniforms are the, the damn same with minor, minor changes to the trim and the length of the shorts and, and, and that stuff, but all basically the same. And then a picture from this game against the Lakers. And it's like, are these the same two teams? Like, what is that purple monstrosity that they're wearing in in L.A. and in this Boston Celtics uh, city edition that is supposed to look like they're wearing a championship banner? I get it. Um, and look, I'm not I'm not railing against the the use of alternate jerseys. I think that's fine. I get it. It's a money grab, and every year they're they're putting out a bunch of new alternates and we want to see what the new uniforms look like. And it gets to be so much because there are so many different versions. It it just doesn't feel like the classic Celtics Lakers. And if we're going to talk about this game as historical, these are historical rivals, ancient basketball rivals going back to the very beginnings of the NBA when it was a fledgling league and on the verge of collapse Early on, these two teams were the cornerstones that helped it kind of grow and become what it is. So let's lean into that. Let's, let's really play up the history here. Let's just, why not make it so these teams are using the, the iconic versions of their uniforms? And I know it's a TNT game and that, that's when you sell the jerseys, the new stuff. There are plenty of opportunities to do that. If we want to build this back up, this Celtics-Lakers rivalry, why not play to that aesthetic? Why not play to, hey, those gold jerseys, those, those Celtics road green, why not play that up a little bit? Because the lineup that the Lakers threw up out there was was bad and that was just not going to that was just not going to get the job done. And if we're going to get the hey it doesn't matter who's out there type of stuff, then why not make it look like a Celtics Lakers game? Uh, so that was st- step 1 for me. Step 2 is obviously 
it's the pandemic and there's no crowd. And that really, really hurts the Celtics Lakers rivalry thing. There's no real strong hate. There are no real strong, like there are fans in there, but there weren't enough to make that much of a difference. Uh, they made some, but nothing, nothing that got, uh, that made any sort of difference to me. And so without the fans hating on like the home fans are supposed to really, really hate the Celtics in LA, like Celtics fans really, really hate the Lakers. Like that's supposed to be a little something extra to not have that something extra was just disappointing. The whole thing is disappointing. And so I want to be able to like enjoy the added oomph. But when NBC Sports Boston is playing all of these clips, this montage of these great moments, I'm like, this doesn't, this isn't what I'm seeing. This isn't, there's nothing to it. And, you know, the lack of star power, no LeBron, no Anthony Davis, that significantly hurts, obviously. But this is, this is where it is. Like the, the, the Lakers are in no rush to, to get those guys back because they, they want to make sure that those, those guys are healthy and ready for the playoffs. The regular season doesn't matter anymore for those guys. So it's disappointing. I wish there could have been a, a better feel to this. You let me know. I, I didn't feel like there was any, any juice to this game. There was no Celtics-Lakers oomph to this game. This was just Boston against Los Angeles. And congratulations, the Celtics win. Fifth straight win. Like, in the, in the grand scheme of this, this season, like, that's a huge game, right? They won. They beat uh, they beat all three teams on this road trip. Let's end it on a real positive note. They're tied with Atlanta. They're now tied for the fourth seed. Now, Atlanta holds the tiebreaker against Boston. Those two losses really hurt earlier this season. Missed opportunities now in hindsight. But the Celtics are tied for the fourth seed. They come in. They now have a little bit of a, a break here. Chicago on uh, Monday. No. Golden State on Saturday, Chicago is on Monday. So, but the Warriors are going to be tough. Warriors are going to be tough. Chicago knows Zach Levine. He's he's going to be in the health and safety protocols. I think he he might have contracted COVID, so he's not going to be there. So, two more winnable games. The Golden State one is going to be an interesting one for sure. But two more winnable games before that back to back against Phoenix and Brooklyn next Thursday and Friday. Celtics have an opportunity here. And it's great that they took care of business and and took advantage of this opportunity. That's huge for the Celtics. So the turnaround is is for real. And so what if there wasn't the the Celtics-Lakers juice? I'm an old guy. I like the the Celtics-Lakers rivalry. It disappoints me when I don't feel it. But whatever. The Celtics get the win, and that's the most important thing. They, uh, in that fourth seed, now there's an opportunity here to maybe separate themselves a little bit. So we'll see what they do. Uh, I'll be back on Monday. I'll be on Locker Room tomorrow. Uh, Well, later today, I should say Friday. Uh, So I'll be back on Monday to talk about that Warriors game. So subscribe if you haven't subscribed. Regular listeners, that five-star rating and good written review would be amazing. And share the podcast. Tell your friends that they should be listening to the Lockdown Celtics podcast here on the Lockdown Podcast Network. 
you for making Locked On Celtics the number one Boston Celtics podcast on the planet. 